shut your mouth, broadcasting. First round draft pick, believe we got stats, kid. Quarterback stacking, 100 yard dashing. So tap in for the action. What teams got traction? What teams are losing? Franchises ruined, fans in the stand booing. Welcome to the Sim Podcast Show. I'm your co host, Eric. And I'm always joined by my co-host, Ron. What up, Ron? What's going on? You know what we do? We talk about the National Football League on a weekly basis, including the playoffs. And Ron, we just had the Super Bowl, or not just, more like 72 hours ago. Uh, so we just kind of like wrapping it up. But Ron, I want to I hear your thought, because like, we watched this game together, and I want to hear what you thought about the Super Bowl. It was great. I thought, you know, good game, lots of scoring, kind of what I think we both expected. Came down to the end. Uh, didn't like how it ended at all, but I thought, you know, I expected both teams to kind of go back and forth and the uh, offenses for both teams to kind of, you know, uh, just have their will. Uh, and that's exactly what happened. I thought it was a good game. Uh, you know, I saw this kind of like, about the Super Bowl, how it was like the third most watched yeah. Super Bowl. But do you rank the Super Bowl in your top 10? Top 10 Super Bowls of all time? Mm, probably not. Um, I mean, there's there's quite a few I can think of off the top of my head that was better for sure. Um, it's probably outside the top 10, I would think. Yeah. But it was still a good game. It was a good game. game. It was an entertaining game. I I, I, I didn't think it was. Had a it top ended 10. differently, maybe. Had, you know, Kansas City kicked a field goal and then Philly, you know, either go down and win it or go down tight, go to overtime or fail, maybe it, maybe it's in the top 10, but not not quite there for me. Well, let's, let's just talk about it briefly because it's almost like a game of two halves, right? Mm hmm. In the first half, I would say Philly offense dominated. Would you say the defense dominated too? Yeah, defense. Um, I wouldn't. Well, I think they did what they needed to um, to to hold Kansas City uh, to what just fourteen points in that first half. I, I wouldn't say they necessarily dominated, um, but they just did just enough. I think in that first uh, half to kind of hold them down a little bit. Well, the the only thing that I noticed, because, I mean, 24, was it 24 to 14 at half? So they had the lead, and Kansas City only had 30 yards rushing. So were you, what were your, what were your thoughts at that time, at halftime? You I think thought, Philly was going to win? Yeah, I mean, I thought Philly was in good position. I knew Kansas City would adjust and come out and score points. I also uh, knew that Kansas City wasn't playing bad. I'm not sure if they even punted in that first half. They may have punted once. It was just a matter of field position. Um, you know, Philly dealt or time of position, um, possession. Philly just dominated the ball that first half. and uh, But I knew Kansas City would come out the second half with more opportunities um, to, to score. And sure enough, they did. I, I want to say that Jalen Hurst was probably the best player for both teams mm -hmm. as far as, you know, offense goes. 
I mean, he just made that one mistake, right? Where he fumbled and uh, the, the Chiefs scored on. But Jalen Hurst pretty much carried this Eagles team. I would say the whole entire game. Because even in the uh, second half, he was still scoring. Mm-hmm. I mean, not as, much, as many points as the first half, but he was still scoring. So, in your estimation, why did Philly let Kansas City back in? I think Kansas City did a good job of uh, making a second half adjustments um, on the plays that they uh, scored, those two touchdowns. Philly didn't have an answer. I think Philly didn't get a lot of pressure on Mahomes. Um, That was a mistake. You know, that's, you can't go a game without getting any pressures any sacks whatsoever against Mahomes and expect to win I thought that was uh that was a mistake and Mahomes did you know he did a Superman thing man he made some runs when he needed to um even though it looked like he had re-injured his his leg at one point he had a couple scrambles that were killers uh for Philly so the Philly defense had their opportunity I think uh they just didn't step up when they needed to they need to make a, a play at the end they couldn't do it I think, obviously, the Philly defense. I mean, they didn't score any. They didn't score any sack the whole entire game, and they were a sack machine the whole entire year. Mm-hmm. So, I give it up to Kansas City Chiefs offensive line because they actually knew the quarterback was hurt. They protected him. They even rushed the ball in the second half, 118 yards. I mean. They definitely dominated the second half, even though, you know, I mean, 11 points for Philly, that's not going to cut. That's not going to win. In the second half? Yes. Yeah, like you said, it was a tale of uh, two two halves. And, you know, Philly, I think offensively, they didn't didn't do anything bad. Kansas City just kind of dominated the ball in the second half. Um, I think the mistakes were made on on Philly. Like I said, just not getting pressure. Um, And not doing anything different to get pressure there was no blitzes or anything like that he's continued to rush four and that that didn't work because Mahomes was getting the ball out quickly receivers were making plays that punt return that um uh Kadarius had too was huge um and you know when you play in the Super Bowl man it just takes one big play you know for, to to change the momentum and that's exactly what happened and I think Philly was just kind of reeling at the end but you know, I, I would have liked to see the game end differently because who, who's to say Philly wouldn't have gone down and tied the game or won the game outright had that, you know, that call not been made uh, at the end. Well, let's let's talk about that call because that call, it was, uh, it came in third and eight. So basically, if they don't make that um, call, it's fourth and eight. And I think Kansas City was already in field goal range, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they would have, you know, if they made the kick, they would have gone out 38 to 35, but then they would have left almost like two minutes in the clock. Yeah, I think it might have been just under a minute or something like that. Plenty of time. So what do you think? Do you think that the ref should have not made that call? Or do you think that he saw it? I mean, the cornerback for the Phillies already admitted it, that he was old and he called it. What do you think? I don't think the flag should have been thrown. I'm not saying he wasn't held. He was. 
Um, but I think in football, you can call holding on almost every play. And the fact that no holding at all, either on a receiver, on an offensive lineman, defensive lineman, not one holding penalty was called the entire game. Um, to have that called with a minute and a half left, it basically decided the outcome of the game. Um, there were plenty of other examples I, I remember that should have been called holding. Um, it was actually one that was on Juju. It was Bradbury on Juju right in the middle of the field that was not called. And if you're not calling obvious ones in the middle of the game and you're, you know, that that's the kind of game players are ex- expecting. It, you know, they're expecting to be officiated a certain way. And then at the end, you, you change, change W and it is a legitimate hold. Then th- that's what bothers me about, you know, the officiating for this game. Um, yeah, I think, you know, when it comes down to the officiating, yes, the call was holding. So, yes, it was holding. But considering the circumstances, both teams were tied under two minutes left. Someone's like, you give the Kansas City a free pass. Oh, yeah. yeah, That's what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so are you saddened that the game ended in a flag? Because basically, oh, absolutely. that was the last call. That was the game. That, that was, was the game. game. Yeah, I, I don't think, the like I said, the flag should have been thrown at all. I thought the officiating was overall in the game was a little bit one-sided. Um, I think, what was the penalty? Six to three or seven to three or something like that. Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but... Um, and it wasn't just the penalties, too. Like, some of the... Um, it wasn't even challenges. There was one play, uh, receiver caught the ball. They said it was a catch. Another play was ran. Then they said, no, team didn't have a the ability to substitute. I've watched football the entire year. Plenty of games. Never have I seen a play ran... And they blow it. They say they'll the, the they play. Stop, they they stop, stop the they play. Stop the and say no. It's a dead ball. Never have I seen that happen. I don't understand how in like the college system, like it works perfectly fine. Like the ref will get in front of like you know they'll call down to the ref official, and he'll get in front of the quarterback so you can't even rush and make a play. You know, snap the ball. Um, but in the NFL, they they can't execute that, and uh, they allowed. You know, a play to go on. They said, no, you know, it's a, it's a dead ball. I didn't like how that, the mechanics of that happened at all. Um, and I understand they were trying to get the play right or whatever. But once the ball snapped, move on. Uh, I don't like instant replay when it comes to catches. What's a catch? What's not a catch? I'm so over that. It's, it's. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think you can get rid of instant replays altogether because I feel like you, you still need it, right? No. Uh, for other, other calls. I don't. I don't feel so. I mean, the game has survived for a hundred mm. years without instant replay. I think if it's Just like if baseball. it's a touchdown and it's un- undebatable, you got to go to replay. You can't just... There's too many cameras already in in football. There's an overhead camera. There's camera in the pylon. There's just too many cameras. You can't say, no, don't include technology. Replay is here to stay. So are you going to examine every single uh, not, call? Not so much catches, but I think touchdowns, yes. Yeah, okay. So touchdowns, yes. fine. So maybe the owners vote that catches shouldn't be reviewed. That's up to the competition committee That's to not make gonna that happen. decision. 
So they're there to add rules, not take take rules away. Well, if there's enough people that don't like it, because if you were a Philly fan today, you'd be upset. Because I think there was a Devontae Smith catch that was taken away. Right. So it's you know, again, it, it depends on where you stand. You feel like you're being cheated, then you vote against it. You feel like you're not, then you don't vote against. Right. So it's. I think that technology is fine. Leave it the way it is. Do every play have to be replayed? No, mm-hmm. absolutely. No, not every play. Um, so real quickly, I know that this is looking way ahead. Do any of these teams come back next year? <sighs> I think so. I think Kansas City's, you know, it's hard to, re- it's impossible to write them off. I think both these teams too have a lot of, uh, off-season moves they have to make. I think Kansas City has like Juju and I don't know about Kadarius, but they got to figure out their receiving um, situation. Philly has like I want to say like 16 or 17 free agents or something like that this year. So they, you know, there's a they might lose quite a few players um, and I think Jalen's up too, right? For contract too. So they got to figure that out. How much is he going to demand and Based on his salary, how much is that going to eat up into their cap and what players can they go out and sign? So will they have Bradbury back, for example? Um, I don't I don't know. So, these, you know, both teams can look somewhat different. I suspect Kansas City, regardless of who's on the team, just because, again, they did it again this year without Hill, they'll be able to get back there. Um, Philly, I think the road's a little bit tougher to climb. Yeah, and I, you know what? I did see after the Super Bowl was over and all these commentators talking about like how Philly is going to be back. Their future is set, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, no, they're not. Never is. Especially in that division. You know, the Giants got better. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys, well, the Cowboys be the Cowboys. But Washington, I know Wentz is coming back, but they've gone better. So I don't know if Philly, you know, I think the they were commentators were talking out their butts. Yeah. When they were like, oh, Philly will be back. I don't yeah. know. I think this was Philadelphia's year. And, you know, it didn't happen for them in the World Series. It didn't happen for them in the Super Bowl. And I will include MLS, too. Yeah. They lost that. Yeah. So it's it's just but, not their year. But they have a good foundation. Their culture is good. This is the second year in a row, right? They're in the playoffs. Um, they're, so I don't think they're going to all of a sudden not be competitive. Right. The question uh, is, you know, can they get back to a Super Bowl and what will the roster look like? How much competition will they have, like you said, in the uh, in the NFC? All that's up for, for debate. Um, I think the important thing for them is just making sure Hurts is signed and uh, retaining as many of those players uh, as they can. Plus, on top of that, they just lost both coordinators. Yeah, both coordinators are gone. Not that I, I would think the offensive coordinator he was pretty good, but the defense coordinator just no, he was good. Had, number one defense, I think, in the entire yeah. But league then all year. you crap the bed in the Super Bowl, the most important <laughs> game, and then yeah. you get a head coaching job. Yeah, go figure. Go like I said, figure. adjustments. You know, you got to be able to make adjustments. And um, I don't know. I mean, Super Bowl is different. You know. Mahomes is such a smart player. Reed obviously is a great coach, great coordinator. 
Um, yeah, but after one year, do you give the guy a head coaching job? No, nah, well, I, mean, I don't know. How I desperate mean, is Arizona? Yeah, well. Nobody, maybe nobody wants to take that job. Mm-hmm. And he was like, all right, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's good experience. So, yeah, that was the Super Bowl in a nutshell. What do you uh, think about uh, halftime show? Uh, I think it wasn't it wasn't the best halftime show, and I I don't want to say this wasn't the best because we all know that she was with child. Rihanna was with child, mm-hmm. so she couldn't do a lot. But overall, it was okay. I mean, I thought it was good. It was, was it was all right. I, yeah, she couldn't move or anything that much, but I, I thought it was a good performance. Um, a lot, you know, a lot of the songs were good. I like, you know, I like the I mean, uh, halftime show. I don't know about performance because she couldn't move. So, what going up and down and and uh, <laughs> that's a good performance for you. I want to see some gyrating hips. I want to see some, you know, outfit change. I want to see a whole. Yeah, listen, you don't have a, a lot of time. You don't a have concert. a lot of time in those thirteen minutes. So you got to do it all. Yeah. But you know, I like, I like, I like her songs a lot. So mm-hmm. she did all right. Okay, so let's talk about our schedule for the next show because we're not going to be doing any more YouTube for a while. So our next show, and I put this down on uh, on the calendar. So our next show is going to be in April, right? Did I say April? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's going to be April the 25th. No, it's before that. Uh, let me see if you said. But I gotta go back now. Okay, yeah. So it is. It is. It's gonna be April twenty fifth, which is on a Tuesday. Okay. The draft is gonna be on the twenty seventh of April. So we're gonna do a podcast, not a YouTube. We're gonna do a podcast. We're gonna talk about our free agents, because by then it should be three or four weeks into free agency. Yeah, so I'll go over these dates real quick just uh, so everyone kind of has it. But So we got February 28th is the Combine. Um, That's the 28th through March 6th. Uh, And then by March, I think it's 15th is the uh, new calendar year. Is that right? Um... Yeah, March 15th is when the 2023 league year and free agency period begins. It's right at 4 p.m. Now, prior to that, March 13th through the 15th, teams are able to start um, essentially negotiating, um, if you will. There's a two-day two uh, period to negotiate before the 15th. So you'll probably hear some of some signings before then. But March 15th is really the date um, that you'll kind of hear that. And then... Um, Nothing really happens outside of like, you know, uh, league meeting and stuff like that until we get to like, you know, April uh, when we get to the draft. So, you know, the free agency period is, you know, uh, it's a it's a decent amount of time. Usually the top players are are generally signed within the first week, week and a half or so. Um, But you and I, we're going to meet right before the draft. We'll know who our team signed as far as free agents and have a better idea i think of what the needs are for the team what the team's gonna look for out of the draft um 
and we'll be able to speak to it a little bit better on the uh, 26th, did you say they were meeting? April 20th. April 25th, which is a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to meet again. We'll do another podcast May 2nd. And then we'll kind of grade how our teams did. We kind of we kind of grade how the league did overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, if some of those needs were met, mm-hmm. and then we actually shut it down all the way to like maybe the end of July. Yeah, and then uh, we'll actually go back on YouTube. We'll put all our podcasts on YouTube, and then we're just kind of spitballing right now whether we want to do a, well, we're going to do a Sunday night kind of like instant podcast of our teams, of what happened, and then we'll mix in, sprinkle in a little bit of a pre-recorded podcast like we're doing today. Yeah. So, yeah, so we're going to mix it up for uh, season three. But officially, season three doesn't kick off until we meet in uh, April. Yeah. 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 But in between these long breaks in the summer when there's nothing going on, I'm sure we'll throw something together, talk a little bit about baseball or basketball. Basketball will probably be over by then, but we'll talk some uh, baseball, see how our Red Sox uh, are doing. Yeah, we'll talk baseball. We'll talk basketball we'll uh we'll, we'll, we'll you know once we'll throw in some bonus bonus podcasts here and there but overall hey the season's over season two is over this is kind of our finale uh anything that you want to add ron to, to the viewers to the listeners um well I guess just to wrap up the season for the Steelers and just NFL as a whole, I thought the season was was as expected uh, for me for the Steelers. Um, I thought there was a lot of good things that we um, experienced, a lot of like growing pains for sure. Disappointed that Matt Canada is coming back. We'll see how that what happens next year. We've lost some coaches too, um, some guys. Re- uh, one coach retiring. Flores getting an opportunity, I think, with Minnesota. Um, so we'll see if uh, Tomlin hires anyone to kind of replace those roles. Um, but I'm excited, you know, for next year for the Steelers for sure. I think, um, you know, Pickett going into his second year, um, having that under his belt, you know, young offense. We'll see what we add, what pieces we add. You know, I think I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic uh, for next year. So. Um, that's really it. You know, that's, I'm excited for next season. Can't wait. Yeah. Next season, we're definitely, and I think I saw Sports Illustrated already picked the Patriots to win the division, which is really, 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 really early. But at least the professionals know we have a real offensive coordinator. That's, that's weird because I saw the odds. Well, it was Super Bowl odds, but the uh, Patriots and uh, Steelers were way down there. Yeah, I thought that was it was too early to mm-hmm. tell because we don't know what they're doing in the draft yet. But I think that next year when we do our rosters, it's going to be maybe the same players, but different outcomes, different coaching, different everything, at least from the offense 
offensive ball side. So that is something to look forward to at least. Mm-hmm. At least. And not that not that I didn't have a you know not that Matt Patricia being the offense coordinator let me down, but now we know through the year he he definitely wasn't ready. He let you down. Yeah, he was <laughs> not at the beginning. Now I can say he let me down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not at the beginning. Uh, but thank you for joining us. Thank you for this awesome second season that we just did. And uh, I hear my kids jumping up and down. Wow. They yeah. just won't go to bed. Nope. All right. Ron, what I was saying is I'd like to thank everyone for coming and watching us and hearing us and listening in. I know whether you did it by accident or whether you did it because your friend or family, we'd like to thank you from the bottom of our hearts for listening in. Ron, what do you got to say? Thanks. Appreciate all the support. Um, look forward to next year again. I hope you guys uh, stay with us and support us again uh, as we get into next season. And with that in mind, I say peace. Peace. Hey, guys. Thanks again for watching. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on uh, Shut Your Mouth Podcast at gmail.com. That's shutympodcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us on Twitter or on Instagram at SYM Podcast. Thanks again.